Hello, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast with your host, Marion Wagner. As a business mindset coach, I am on a mission to show online entrepreneurs that you don't need a huge following or spend countless hours on social media in order to grow a six-figure business. Together, we'll dive into both the psychology and the strategy tips and real-life examples of people who are doing it. Let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, so I'm really excited about today's conversation because we are talking about content, which I don't know why, but I feel like content has been the hot button uh topic of conversation in the online industry for so many years. People think it's the end all be all to a successful business. And there is some truth to that, but I mean, it's just a fact. Um, (laughs) Whenever I say fact, I feel like I I sound like Dwight from the office. Fact. Uh, Content is not king, right? Clarity is king. Content is key, but it's not king. And what we see just bucket loads all over the interwebs is a lot of content with zero clarity and that's useless. So yes, you need to create content if you're growing a business because without content, people will have no clue what you do, what you know, and how you can help them, which all of that leads to one of two things that leads to obscurity where no one knows about you, which is a death sentence in the online business world, or it leads to confusion. And as Donald Miller says, when you confuse, you lose. And that is why clarity in your content is so critical. And what we're going to be talking about today, which is three ways to easily produce content that sells. So inherent in content that converts, that sells is going to be clarity. All right. So I feel like besides content today being not very clear, there's just too much talk about tricks and hacks and people just trying to overcomplicate content. <laughs> I don't maybe you see it online like I do. It says for $197, here's your content plan for the year. And I'm just looking at it like, how can you tell someone else what their content is? I mean, we're gonna dive into that today. You you really can't. Um, and I'll just be completely honest, I made a huge mistake. Gosh, about seven, eight years ago, I hired an assistant to just handle my content. Um, I was feeling burnt out and that, you know, it's a symptom of a larger problem, but I thought, oh, if I could just, if I could just take content off my plate, then I'll be golden. And so I hired her. She was great as a person, but she didn't know what she needed. She didn't have the tools to actually create content that could convert, that could actually speak to the woman I wanted to speak to. So it's really something you want to, as the business owner, to really be at the helm and embrace it and have fun with content. It does not need to be complicated and it doesn't need to be hard. And we're going to talk about that today. Also, I feel I have to say this too, is that number two here, content pillars are outdated in my opinion. I know I'm probably going to get some pushback on this, but I think they're lame. (laughs) I think content pillars... And when I say content pillars, I'm talking about the people who say, now pick the four to five things that represent you, faith, family, fitness, fun. (laughs) I don't know. And those are the things that you post about and you just rotate through those pillars. I feel like that approach is very outdated. It doesn't lend itself to clarity and it doesn't at all convert to the same way as what I'm going to be sharing with you today, which is really 
at the heart of your content, we want to be focusing on not content pillars, but stages of awareness. And this is a psychology framework. I want to say started back in the 1960s, but I could be wrong here, but it's people, you want people to come to your place on the internet and be aware that they have a problem. All right. They are aware that they have this problem that they want to fix. And your job as the content creator, as the business owner is to help move them through the stages of awareness from, gosh, I have a problem and, oh, there's a, I'm solution aware because look at her. She has a solution for me that fixes this problem. So let's say that you are an email um, expert, right? You help people convert and sell on their email list and to grow their email list. So if someone has a problem that they don't know how to convert and grow their email list, right? Like a lot of people, that's, that is a big problem in the online space. And they come upon your Instagram, let's say, and you are talking about the client results you've achieved and case studies and um, opening doors for people to join you in one-on-one coaching or group coaching so that they can expand and explode their email list. That is moving them from problem aware, they know they have a problem, to solution aware, to action. That's what you want. You do not want followers to come to you that aren't, aren't even problem aware. You don't want people that don't even have an email list to come to you and follow you because number one, they're not only problem unaware, <laughs> they, they don't have a problem. They're not who you want to have a conversation with. So instead of thinking about content pillars, we really want to work on thinking about clarity in your content that moves people through the stages of awareness to have them move psychologically from being aware of their problem to seeing that you have a solution to taking action. Okay. So I I just want to say this one thing before we dive into the top three is that a lot of you are in the helping industry, right? And the the focus of being in the helping industry is helping people. So keep that at the forefront of your mind. And just as whenever I create content, like, like this podcast episode, I'm not imagining talking to hundreds of people. I'm actually imagining talking to one person like you, for instance, and we're just sitting on the couch and we have our beverages and mine would normally be Pinot Noir, but I'm, I'm pregnant. So it'll probably just be an ice water, but whatever's in our glasses, it doesn't matter. We are talking and jamming on all things online business. And we are just nerding out because we'd like to talk about this stuff. That is who I'm talking to. I want to talk to the woman that she wants to grow her online business. And we just dive into all the strategy and the mindset tools. And I ask myself before I create any podcast episode, before I create any kind of content, What does she need to hear today? Because it's not about me at all. That's where a lot of people struggle with content is they wake up and they're like, what do I want to talk about today? You know, it should be about what does she, what is your one ideal client, your, your, your person? What does she need to hear today? What does she need to learn right now in order to take that next step forward? Right. And this is just something I'm just going to be completely honest about that next step forward in your mind should be a step toward working with you. That is something that too many business owners shy away from. And unless you are a hobbyist, you're operating a business. You want, the whole focus should be on leading people 
through the doors that you open to work with you. So whenever I'm talking on the podcast or in my content, I am trying to open up doors to show people you can, Hey, join me in my, whether it's my uh, online course, my group coaching program, working with me one-on-one, I create content like this podcast to share information that hopefully helps you see how I can help you grow your business and expand your mindset for rapid results, right? And there's just too many people in the online space that are instead of focusing on converting, they're focused on vanity metrics, meaning they're creating content to produce likes and engagement, um, not necessarily to produce new clients and business. And again, that's totally cool if you're a hobbyist. Um, you know, for some people, that is the goal. They want to get lots of likes and engagement. Um, for me, I I don't really care so much about likes because I have seen, like, you know, we see this all the time. Someone will get 5,000 likes on a post about their dog, and that doesn't equal income. Now, I'm not telling you don't post pictures of your dog. I want to see your dog, <laughs> but but I'm just saying it can't be every post. Every post cannot be your dog, your child, um, a, a sad story just to kind of get engagement. That does not convert. You want to drop, you know, the human side of you, but the, the 80% of your content really need to be on moving people through the stages of awareness. So then you have the post that gets 20 likes where you're sharing your client wins and you have a call to action. And then what people don't see are the three DMs that you receive from that post that only got 20 likes asking to book a call with you and they convert to clients. That is a win. That is running a business. Who cares if it just got 20 likes? That doesn't matter. So we really want to push ourselves to kind of flush away this idea of the vanity metrics equaling success. I have plenty of clients and plenty of friends who make multiple, multiple six figures in the online space who will get like 17 likes on a post. And it, it's just no indication of the amount of abundance and success they have on the other side. Okay. Okay. So yes, you want your content to resonate, but you want the right content to speak to the right people for them to take a certain action. Now, Let's dive into the three ways to easily produce content that sells. The first way, first little tip here is to ask, what would I say to my younger self? It's that simple, really. Like this does not need to be be complicated. Just ask yourself, what advice would I give to myself when I was a baby in this industry, (laughs) when I was just getting started? Just sit down and think about it. For me, just as an example, I would, I would think about how the topic could be like how to get your first quality followers, because I wish I knew back in the day that not all followers are created equal. And I wish I knew where to spend my time. Um, that was something I wasted a lot of time putting energy into the wrong buckets. So those are topics that I could actually, I could come up with a list of 10 or 20 just line items of ideas of things I wish I knew. And today, like I can talk about how to create your first six figure year quickly because back when I first did it, like, well, I should say, you want to talk about what you know. I know how to do that because I've done it multiple times. I didn't just read about it in a book or take a class or get certified in something or watch other people do it. I have failed 
I've walked the walk and that's who you want to work with when you're looking at solving a problem is you want to, you know, if you're going to hire a financial coach, you want to work with someone who really understands and knows the the common pitfalls and the the mistakes and they've they've been there. They've stood where you stand right now. So, I wish I knew what activities mattered when reaching that first six-figure year. And I wish I knew what advice not to listen to. Um, I could talk. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast episode. But so let's go back to the financial coach example. Maybe you paid off your student loans wicked fast and you wish you knew some things at the end of that journey that you wish you knew at the beginning. That would be so great to just say, I wish I knew X, Y, and Z. That's what your people want to hear from you. That's, that's content gold, all right? Okay, the next one here is make a list around a topic of what you're trying to help people do. Okay, so a great example here I just thought about is Rebecca Zung. She is an attorney that specializes in negotiating with narcissists. <laughs> so total niche, but her all her content are lists. So she'll have five red flags that you're dealing with a narcissist or eight lies narcissists tell or five tricks narcissists use to make you look like the problem. So that's all her content. And then all you need to do is talk about the things on your list, right? And then this allows people to be able to test drive your knowledge. Okay. So For instance, like you wouldn't, let's be honest, maybe some people would, but you wouldn't pay $50,000 for a new car that you weren't able to test drive, right? (laughs) I'm sure some people do, but you would want to take it for a test drive just to kind of reassure yourself like, yes, this is worth the, the, the money, the, this is the car for me. So this is just an easy way to create clarity around your messaging by coming up with a list of all the things that you get asked by people in your DMs, by your clients, and make a list of things that you had to figure out on your own in the journey, right? So people can test drive your knowledge and see what you know, and then actually take action on some of your lists. Um, I was on a call the other day and someone was sharing about, it's a financial guru, (laughs) had posted three ways to save $150 this week. And this was a while back. And he's like, you know, I'm just going to do one of these things. And I think it was contact your cable company and renegotiate your contract. And he said, it took me maybe 10 minutes and I got off the phone and I had saved a ridiculous amount on my cable bill. And all of a sudden I was so drawn to this financial coach because this, he had just saved me a lot of money. And I actually got a result from one thing on his to-do list. And so I, I subscribed to everything I followed him. And now, you know, there's someone that they look to. So um, one thing here is if you struggle with coming up with ideas for lists, which I hear this too, I hear people say like, I don't have anything to say, you know, that is a consumption problem. Okay. You want to then consume more content within the area that you help people. So books, podcasts like this it just might be a sign that you aren't consuming enough as to, as an expert in your business to give you ideas. So just shake that off. It's not a big problem. It's not a tattoo. 
And if you struggle to come up with ideas, really start consuming more content and you're going to come up with ideas quickly. You just have to spur that little inspiration um, on purposefully. Okay. Number three, ask people what they want. Uh, I know that sounds like uh, dumb, Marion, but so few people do this. And you can do this one of two ways. The first way is passively, right? You can look on Quora. You can see what people are asking in Facebook groups. Go to other podcasts in your niche and see what the topics are. That, that's a great way to see what's hot and what people want to discuss. So you can do it on the back end that way, or you can do it actively. And this is where you honestly just ask them. So you see this a lot with influencers on Instagram. They will ask people, they'll do polls on their stories. Like, what do you guys want to see more of? And they'll give options for people to click, or they'll just straight up ask them with the question box. What do you want to see more of? Um, You can reach out to your past clients, your current clients, or like on your discovery calls. If you host discovery calls, like when people are looking at hiring you, what are they asking about? What are their fears? What are their questions, their hurdles, their problems? And then the, write them all down. That is incredible research. I do a process called message mining with my clients where they speak to four to five ideal clients and they ask a series of, of specific questions. And that that little exercise, it maybe, I don't know, maybe takes like three hours total. It is their gold mine for the year. It is everything. Every single client who's done it has always come back like, oh my gosh, this is like hiring the best copywriter in the world because it is giving you what people want in their words. And remember, you're not trying to talk to everyone. You're just trying to talk to that one person. Okay. So to recap, number one is ask yourself, what would I say? What advice would I give? to my younger self. And number two is make a list around a topic in your niche that people want to talk about. They want to learn. They want to know about. And then the third one here is ask people what they want. Either do some research passively or just ask them directly. All right. So I just got to end with this because this is critical. Without this one thing, everything else doesn't matter. You can't convert unless you have a clear call to action. And I see so much, I actually see, I want to give props to people that I see online in my email inbox with their newsletters that do a great job with this, where they have a call to action with every single piece of content. And I know some people say like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But I think you should, because you want to have a door open when that person is ready to join you. It's not about our timing. It's about their timing when they feel ready. So you always want to have a call to action somewhere inside your content for people to join you. So here, here's an example. Here's mine. If you would like to book a complimentary call with me to see how I could help you break through any mindset blocks, clean up and ramp up your client and income generation systems so that you're more, you're more productive and there's more joy inside your business, then there is a link in the show notes, click on it, and you can set a date and a time that works for you for us to chat for 15 or so minutes. Okay, I've worked with coaches, consultants, online service providers who have already hit the six-figure mark and are feeling stuck and uncertain how to achieve that next level of success. And I've also worked with the online business owners who just booked their first client and aren't sure how to set their business up 
in an intelligent way so they can grow with maximum profits and ease. So business does not need to be complicated. That's my approach. And I love sharing all the mistakes that I've made, which has been plenty over the past 13, 14 years, and that I've actually helped my clients work through so that you can save time, money, and hassle. So click the link in the show notes, book a 15-minute call today. Um, That's it. So thank you so much for being here. I hope that today's episode gave you some amazing ideas, and I will see you next time. If you have an online business and you could use a social media mindset makeover, I have created a free mini course that will help you show up on social media with more purpose and alignment so that you can convert more followers into paying clients. Just click the link in the show notes and it's yours for free.